All right, this is Brent Leary, and with me today is Kristen Narragon, Director of Email Solutions for Adobe. Kristen, thank you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, so we're going to talk about this really interesting study you did around how marketers are using email. You did it with the folks over at DMA. But before we do that, maybe you can give us a little bit of your personal background. Sure, happy to do that. So you know, I've been with uh, I've been in this marketing space for for a little while now. I joined Neolane back in 2008, and uh, the company was just entering the marketplace in the U.S. and um, it's been a great ride since then. I worked in strategic alliances and business development. One of the first uh, value propositions and partnerships we signed was with Adobe, so it's been wonderful to see our hard work um, come come to fruition here. So let's talk about this uh, study, and I, I like the name of it, Why Traditional ESPs Aren't Cutting It for Email Marketers. Now, that's uh, <laughs> that, that says it right there. <laughs> It's, you, you did this survey in conjunction with the uh, Direct Marketing Association. Maybe tell us a little bit about why you did this. Sure. Yeah, we surveyed more than 260 marketers from the, the DMA member base late last year to get get some answers. You know, we, we have a long heritage at Adobe Campaign with serving the email marketers and cross-channel uh, marketers. And so we had a lot of ideas about what was challenging them as they moved from a classic ESP into into our world. But... You know, we wanted to, to have a little more comprehensive glimpse into what's, what, what other pains other marketers were having out there and challenges and aspirations. Um, and so that was the sort of motivation behind it, and we got some really cool results back. Yeah, now one of the ones that kind of caught my attention uh, as we were talking previously, uh, I think you said it was two-thirds of marketers, email marketers, are not all that happy, or maybe they're not all that into their ESP right now. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, it's, it's shocking, isn't it? I mean, uh, the ESP business has been around for a while. They've been serving this, these email marketers. And, you know, I mean, I think change is, change is re uh, readily apparent right now. It's, it's time for some innovation and to, to see it on paper, to, to see it from these survey results, to see real hard data about it. But only one third of these email marketers are actually happy with, uh, you know, the the service they're getting from from their vendor. It's it's enlightening, and you know, I think for for us here at Adobe, we see that it's two thirds of that market is looking for for somebody to come in and help them take their email program to the next level. Uh, it's really interesting because when you think about uh, modern marketing, you think about all the stuff around social and mobile, and uh, but email is still really what moves the meter. It's it's one of the most used and most effective forms of uh, marketing today, isn't it? Well said, absolutely. It, it's it's the workhorse. You know, it's not going anywhere. You and I still have how many email addresses uh, that you're checking constantly, no matter where you are. And it's it's the holding the highest ROI of all the marketing channels, according to you know the DMA. They say it's thirty nine dollars per dollar spent versus you know the next best is display at at twenty two dollars. So you know it's it's still uh, it's still definitely a strong strong ch uh, channel within the the direct marketers wheelhouse. So even though it seems like there's a, a new channel being added for communication. <laughs> And prospect every like day, 
Uh, email is still, the, you know, the, it sounds like not just uh, uh, the most used or one of the most used, but it's also one of the most effective. So with that in mind, uh, with the email marketers and their kind of dissatisfaction with their ESPs, what's driving some of the, that uh, dissatisfaction? What are the things, the biggest challenges that they're kind of wrestling with in, in the context of working with their ESPs? Yeah, the number one challenge that that we saw out of this survey was that they were frustrated with a, a limited email-only view of their customers versus that 360-degree view of customer interactions. And if you think about it, a classic ESP was built to manage just that channel and did a great job uh, in doing so, but they would suck up a list from um, you know the vendor or the, the classic email marketer and batch out some, you know, a, a newsletter off of that list or batch out a, a loyalty communication off of that list. And they would get information about the clicks and the opens from that email, but really just limited to that, that medium of communication and interaction with that customer. And so that's the, that's the number one pain point and challenge that that email marketer has. And if you think about it, it, it absolutely limits um, an advancement for that email marketer to to communicate in a more engaging way with their customer, if all they see are the the one way communications and dialogues they're having via one channel. Talk a little bit about the the kind of the challenge of email marketing from a data analysis perspective. Yeah, yeah. I mean that the the third pain point that came up. Um, was the inefficient connection with other tools that help marketers do their jobs, which leads to one of the questions we asked was, what do you aspire to do and accomplish and improve upon in the next year? And the number one um, aspiration was integrating better with analytics tools. And I mean, if you if you think about that and the importance of, you know, really wanting to innovate within my within my email program as an email marketer. I want to know from an analytics perspective, I want to know what's the most relevant data for me to send a, the best message to you. What, what did you do in your behavior with um, interacting with our brand on our website? You know, did you go into a store recently? Did you abandon a cart recently? What did you put in that cart? Um, you know, those are the, the, the pieces of information about my customer holistically that I want at my fingertips before I press send on an email campaign. And so, you know, getting that data, which is overwhelming. The data is not only overwhelming for the, for the email marketer, but it's overwhelming for the customer too. You know, you think about all the emails that you get, you're overwhelmed. You want your, you want your brands that you know and you love and you trust to send you only the best of the best messages that are most relevant to you as an individual. And I think that's why those those analytics tools that are really tightly integrated with uh, an email program are really at top of mind for email marketers. And so the bottom line to a lot of this is uh, the whole idea of, uh, you just mentioned it, I think everybody is, is getting bombarded with messaging, um, not just from emails. It could be from tweets or DMs or text messages or <laughs> what have you, notifications coming from mobile apps. So in a, in a big sense, we're just overloaded, and that has to make the, the email marketer's job uh, very difficult and increasingly difficult 
being able to try to send something that will connect, hit the target, and, and cause for some level of engagement. Um, so moving forward, uh, say a year or two from now, do you think that uh, the systems that will be in place a year or two from now are going to make email marketers happier with their ESPs, or is this just a vicious cycle that hmm. uh, the, that email marketers and ESPs are going to have to you know, kind of live with for a little while? Yeah, no, it's a good question. I think that you know it's it's ripe for disruption this whole cycle, and uh, I think that with the consolidation in the marketplace of those classic ESPs. Uh, really is providing that opportunity for disruption, and I don't I don't think that email marketers will suffer for that much longer. Uh, you know the time's right for them to come uh, to find a, a new technology that has yes email delivery, but brings the the content organization, brings the data and analysis all at their fingertips in one place. It's not a pipe dream. It's here now, um, and uh, it's it's. It's time for them to put aside that that cycle of buying into the point email solution and and come over to the to the other side of uh, contextual right. email messaging. I was getting ready to say that it, it sounds like uh, you know the whole idea of email marketers know that e email uh, the folks they send their emails to are getting more sophisticated in their expectations. Are, are increasing. So this idea of contextual email marketing where it's like you have the email lives and can be updated until it gets open is going to be something that the email marketers are really going to want and need in order for them to stay connected over the long haul with their customers and prospects. 100% right. What's the point of an email message that gets in your mailbox? You don't get to read it until you know, maybe the next day or two, but you've already had three or four different interactions with that brand and your profile's changed. That email message that you sent three days ago is no longer relevant. Make sure that when I open that email, when I get to it, because I'm a busy person, that it's relevant. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that, that future, that idea is here now for those email marketers. Kristen, where can people learn more about the, the study results? and a little bit more about even contextual email marketing. Yeah, uh, well, adobe.com is, is the place to go, and then search for a campaign uh, is the solution that, uh, that we're bringing to the market to help those email marketers. 